Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. In Beijing, where our next guest joins us from, and of course the Winter Olympics. Opening ceremony takes place uh, later tonight, New Zealand time. Uh, it's already underway with a bit of curling. I watched some curling last night. Ice hockey. Luge and skiing are already underway in those competitions. But uh, great friend of the show, Lavina Good, uh, we knew she was going there. We now know she's arrived safely uh, and getting ready. Uh, Lavina, I think it's about 6 o'clock in the morning over there. Thanks for, for getting up early for us. What's the vibe? What, what are you feeling? I'll, I'll tell you what, it's bloody cold in China, mate. <laughs> when I left Tauranga, it was 27. I know it's the Winter Olympics, but jeepers, it's it's muckaretty. Um When I left Tauranga, it was 26, 27 degrees, and then we hopped off the plane and got smacked in the face with about minus one. So it's really, really cold. Um, but, you know, it's been a really interesting trip so far. We've got the opening ceremony tonight, which I'm quite looking forward to. So I'm, I'm going to head along to that. But just the process, Smitty, I, I was in Japan six months ago for, for the Olympic Games. But the Olympic Winter Games here in China is is so different. Getting here in the first place, buddy, was really tricky in terms of making sure I had a green code and downloading applications and sending through information through to customs. And that was months of hard work. And then on arrival off the plane, it's testing after testing after testing, complete isolation and closed loops. We are only, I'm here with a bunch of maybe 35 international commentators. We're only allowed to go from our accommodation to the venue to the International Broadcast Centre and back again. And and I get it because China has had hardly any cases. There's like a billion people here in China and I think they've had 150, 160 Omicron cases or, or cases of COVID in the last month. So they don't want us all to bring it in and they don't want us all to bring it back. So it's a very different games to what I experienced last time I was in China for the, for the summer games in 2008. Well, Lavina, one of the things uh, about it is uh, that it's happening. A lot of things around the world are not happening. I would imagine uh, your your fellow commentators, your fellow broadcasters, etc., are expecting massive ratings around the world for this event. I, I know we are in New Zealand. Absolutely. Uh, the expectation was there maybe four or five months ago. It may not go ahead. Um, there was issues with not just the actual event going ahead, but to get the broadcasters here from OBS, the um, International Olympic Broadcast Systems, to do the filming and all the commentary team in. That was always hard. Um, but in the end, once they got the thumbs up six weeks ago, it was all gone. I think we even realised, Smitty, with the Summer Games, that initially there was a lot of apprehension from the New Zealand audience as to whether or not the Summer Games should be going ahead. And once they did, it was received with open arms and keen eyes. 
highs. And I think that'll be the same for the Winter Olympics, definitely back in, in New Zealand. And I've been chatting to the commentators from South Africa and from Australia and from France, and they've been saying the same thing. There's a heightened interest from, from their audience back home to see what's going to happen at these Olympics. And I guess we've got some newcomers coming through as well. And for us in New Zealand, we're, we're really proud. I, I know, you know, Nico and Zoe are on the, the lips of everyone, but we've got some other athletes out there that we hope do their country proud. In the sport of biathlon, mate, I'm commentating some biathlon. We've got that young Campbell Ryder. I, I chatted to you about him about a month ago and I was mm. really hoping he'd get picked in the team and he was the last athlete to be selected by the New Zealand Olympic Committee. And biathlon in Norway is the most popular sport. It's more popular than the NBA is in America in terms of per capita. And we've got this 19-year-old kid from, you know, born in Rotorua that trained down in Hawa and Wanaka that's going to represent his country on the world stage. And it's it's stories like that that make the Winter Olympics resonate with everyone. I'm excited that it's going ahead. I think the vision will be absolutely spectacular. The graphics will be like something you've never seen before. I was at the curling yesterday to watch Australia versus China. And I mean, how often do you watch curling? Once every four years, you get a taste of it. Mm. And the Olympic winter experience makes it really worthwhile. It's been great so far. And to be honest, the games haven't even started. Uh, they haven't started, and there was uh, a slight negative over here. You may have picked up on it, the non-selection of Pieta Hudson, who, uh, for all intents and purposes, uh, had uh, thought that she'd done enough to qualify. Uh, are you over that? Yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of trying to send as many Kiwis over to an international competition as possible. I know the New Zealand Olympic Committee work hard on trying to send athletes that have a good chance at a certain level. They cap that level. And if you make it above that level, like Campbell Wright did, he had to get in the top 16 in the world to make sure he could go over to biathlon and he came 15th in his very last World Cup appearance. So it's capped, you've got to make it and you get an opportunity. I love the fact that Kiwis are on that world stage. You're not always going to win a medal. There's not always that chance. Um, And I think as we move forward, it would be great if it wasn't just looked at, hey, we're going to carry the New Zealand flag and we're going to be on a podium. Maybe it's about representing a sport and someone's efforts that have gone into it. But, yeah, you kind of have to put all of that behind you at some stage, support the team that's there, and just take your hat off to New Zealand for being on the other side of the world and still being highly competitive in so many sports that are dominated by Europeans, Americans and Asians all over the world. Uh, let's look at uh, the two New Zealand flag bearers for um, our team this evening. And I understand quite a limited attendance from our team with, uh, I think, the odd athletes still arriving and then, of course, those preparing or getting involved very quickly in the competition. So uh, are you able to uh, even attend the opening ceremony? Will it be a, a massive show? Yeah, it's going to be a massive show. I went to the dress rehearsal um, a a couple of nights ago. As you can appreciate, there's probably going to be 11,500 LED lights. (laughs) There's a lot of lights going on in China, mate. (laughs) Everything is LED lit, (laughs) believe me. There'll be tons of lights. (laughs) Expect a lighting show. Um, And without giving away too much because, you know, every phone call and message is monitored. And I wouldn't be surprised if I'm monitored right now in my room. But um, there'll be lots of children as well, Smitty. I'm not giving away too much there to tell you every open opening ceremony has lots of children. Um, but yeah, there's there's an opportunity there for our flag bearers to um, be proud of what they're doing to represent their country and to get the acknowledgement from the fans back home. It's horrible timing for the people in New Zealand to, to stay up late. I think at eight o'clock at night, 
it'll be about one o'clock in the morning. So the family and friends of those bearing the flag will be there, but there'll be plenty of highlights to catch the next day as day one of competition gets underway. And it's only 15 days of competition, just over over two weeks of competition to sink your teeth into anything that you like. But the one thing I'd really like to say to you sports fans, Smitty, is that you might be a snowboard fan or you might like the alpine skiing with Alice Robinson, etc. but have a taste of something else. I mean, I was at the ice hockey rink yesterday to have a look at some warm-up games and some practice matches. And if you've never watched a game of ice hockey, now's the time to do it. On the other end, if you've never seen a um, match of curling, now's the time to do it. Or even if you've never been a figure skating fan, now's the time to do it. And we've got those fans out there that once every four years get a taste of the Winter Olympics. It doesn't always have to be a Kiwi that's competing. The sport's phenomenal. The coverage will be second to none. And it'll be like you're in China watching it from the seat. So I I really tempt all those sports fans out there that are are lacking an injection of sport of somewhat over the next couple of weeks to to get a taste of it. Because the Olympic Winter Games of the 24th Olympiad here in China in Beijing will be absolutely spectacular just like the opening ceremony tonight hey lavina do you have like a a roving commission with your employers over there or do you have a fixed schedule i mean what are we likely to to hear and see you involved in Okay, so OBS are the Olympic Broadcast Systems and they bring in um, international commentators from around the world and they do all the filming of the vision and they put our voices on the vision and they sell that around the world. So I've been called in to work on the Nordic sports, which is cross-country, ski jumping um, and also biathlon and I'll be doing that over the next two weeks and they'll be selling that vision and my voice to countries all over the world including New Zealand so if you get a chance to watch Campbell Wright in the biathlon you should be hearing me somewhere or if you like a bit of ski jumping a la Eddie the Eagle 1988 in Calgary you'll catch my voice Um, but there's plenty of other sports out there with lots of other commentators that will be um, contributing to the sport it's just it's about you finding Finding a sport that you like and getting a taste of it. Um, but OBS have been really good to me in the past with, with Japan and now China, and they're a great organisation to work for. Um, and they're massive. I mean, everything you see from the Olympic Games comes from them wherever you are in the world. They're a good organisation to work for, and, and we're quite privileged to be here and to be working on it. Okay, let's look at uh, the New Zealanders who start competing from tomorrow onwards. Uh, we spoke this morning to uh, Zoe uh, Sadusky Sinnott's uh, dad, Sean, uh, he was uh, a little bit apprehensive, nervous, uh, looking forward to it at the same time uh, because of the expectation upon her and along with cool Wakashima. Gee, they've got great names, these kids. Uh, and the snow sporting <laughs> slope style. It's the slope style. Uh, we, we could, I mean, there's nothing like uh, an early medal to light up a competition, is there? And we're big chances here. Kills me though. It kills me a week before we come out. Everyone's talking gold, gold, gold. I know they did great at mm. the Winter Games to take the mantle and be on the podium, but I'm just one of those New Zealand fans that don't like people or the media to say, "Hey, we're going to get our first gold, first gold, first gold," as we head over to a competition and lead a competition a weekend. So I understand understand Sean's apprehension with Zoe and the expectation of a nation on them. Sometimes I always think the Kiwi um, athletes perform better when they don't have that med- uh, piano on their back. That's been 
been lifted because the expectation isn't there. But, you know, these kids are professional now. They've been here before. They know what the expectation is. They know the effort that goes into it. They know what they want to do. They know what they're capable of with the training that they've put in. So let's hope the expectation can be matched with their performance on the snow. The conditions here will play a part, though, Smitty. Let me tell you, there was snow here a couple of weeks ago um, right in the heart of Beijing where we've been operating from. Um, The mountains today uh, are expected um, to heat up with lots of wind, so there might be some cancellations on some of that alpine skiing that will be coming down. There's protection values in place. I know in Zhangjai call for the the snowboarding, but the conditions in terms of fake snow being created, because there hasn't been a lot of fresh snow over the past couple of weeks, and with the wind coming through later on this afternoon might also hamper some athletes tomorrow. But in terms of Zoe, all she really needs to do is focus on her effort um, and what she's done in the past and not take on board the fact that she's got a weight of 5 million people saying, we need our first gold, we need our first gold. She's capable of it. She's talented enough. She's committed enough. She's got the headspace for it. She just needs to get into the game tomorrow, I think, to make sure that she can put that effort into performance out on that snowboard ramp, mate, because she's really, really good. Yeah, she is good. And so, of course, is uh, Nico Porteous. And, of course, they're fresh off that success at the X Games, which just go- gives me uh, a little bit of concern <laughs> because uh, a, a, a gold medal, as you say, a gold medal at the Winter Olympics is probably the ultimate achievement for these young kids. But, and, yeah. and here's a very, very poor, a very, very poor pun I'm going to throw in here. I'm just a bit worried that some of the opposition might have been keeping their powder dry, so to speak. Good one, mate. There's lots of jokes you can make about powder, so that's a good one. I like that one. That's a good analogy. I reckon you're true, though. There's a lot of athletes out there that um, hold back a little bit. Um, I know a lot of the Europeans have been holding back and decided not to compete in the X Games over in Colorado. They wanted to wait for Beijing. It's a great warm-up for the Olympics, and I know to be on the top of the podium feels good and the expectation is there now. But they've just got to do what they've done in the past, which is compete to their best. And in terms of Nico, I mean, what he's achieved, you know, the performance and the moves that he can do in a half pipe is phenomenal. I mean, can you imagine commentating that? It's hard to see it, let alone commentate mm. on it, how many times yeah. that kid can move and twist and turn. It's phenomenal. Um, they're, they're great representations in terms of New Zealand. It would be really good for New Zealand to secure that first gold medal. Um, of course, uh, Mr Cook had done that back in the Paralympics, I think, in Vancouver. So we've done that once in gold for the um, Paralympics. Let's see if it can happen in the Olympic Winter Games here in Beijing but just to represent New Zealand on that world stage and to be one of the best in the world is going to be good but I tell you what that golden tinge mate looks good on snow doesn't it doesn't that look good it sure as hell does and uh, just to let you know you're not missing out too much uh, on the weather front in uh, Tauranga today because it's just a mild 23 partly cloudy uh, and that's as high as it's going to get today so you you, you just um, you just wrap up warm over there we're worried about your welfare and continue oh, to answer the phone for us. We we love we love chatting to you and, and enjoy enjoy it. It sounds like it's going to be something really special to be at. Thank you uh, as always, Lavina, for your time. Thanks so much, Smitty. Appreciate it. Appreciate the New Zealand support. And just quickly, I do have to spend 10 days in MIQ when I get back. I'm not pregnant. I'm a bit old for that, mate. But if anyone has an opportunity for me not to spend that time in managed isolation and to get me home to my whanau and Tauranga and isolate at home, I would love that. Work on it, Smitty. Work on it. Oh, we shall. We shall. We put you right at the top of the list. Thank you, girl. Uh, go well. It's 11.18 here on... 
SENZ, what an an opportunity. But, yeah, uh, right at the end of it is uh, the downside, isn't it? It's the old just get built up, built up, and then bang, straight between the eyes. Yeah, but when you get home, you can't go home. Mind-blowing.